Hey there, Margie Bryce here bringing you the Krabby Pastor Podcast. And I don't think you're going to be too surprised to know that it's too easy today to become the Krabby Pastor. Our time together will give you food for thought to help you be the ministry leader fully surrendered to God's purposes and living into whatever it takes to get you there and keep you there. So we're talking about sustainability in ministry. I'm not sure if this should come with a rant warning or not. I haven't decided yet, so I'm just going to let it rip and we'll go from there. And as I plot along in life, you know, sometimes I run into things that that's it. This has put me over the top and I have to say something because I just do. Uh, To start with, I want you to know I have a kind of a hobby of looking at church signs. I will say that. And I will also say that for years I operated as a marketing communications consultant. So... You can maybe see where this is going. The thing that put me over, over the top was a church sign, of course. And this is what it said on the church sign. What's in a name? And in case I didn't say that clearly enough, that's N-A-H-U-M. So, okay, we'll give respectable marks for creativity I don't know what else, but whatever. Okay, maybe that was their sermon series or their sermon that Sunday or something. I don't know, but I just thought that that's it. That's it. I've been sort of holding back on this kind of a, an episode for a bit. But anyhow, so the only people that would have a clue about this I mean, it might not be your average Christian today that may or may not know that that is a book in the Bible, but nonetheless, so you're you're putting something out there that people have no clue about. So the question I have is, you know, like, who is your audience? Is your audience, in this case, what's in a name, is it? people who really would know that that's a book in the Bible or people that, you know, really are a little scholarly attuned to that kind of thing. I I don't know. I don't know. You know, it's not terrible. And I don't mean to diss on somebody. I'm certainly not doing it just for a lark here. But I want to ask some serious questions about church signage. Church signage, because that one just set me over the top. You have to say, who is my audience? And in this case, it's whomever is driving up and down the highway, of which I would say a grand percentage are not even believers. You know, I mean, we're in a different era. This is post-Christian. I know that ticks people off, some people, when you say that, but I'm sorry, I I like to deal in reality, if at all possible. (laughs) Sometimes I don't, but in this case, you gotta, okay? So I was teaching, and this is a number of years ago, like more than 10, 15 even, on a Wednesday evening, and I happened to mention, 
you know, I said something like, you know, the story about Daniel and the lion's den. And one very brave and courageous person raised their hand and said, I don't know that story. Mm. And that was kind of an indicator that, all righty, there are people in our midst who we cannot assume that we, you know, if you're going to say, turn to this in your Bibles, because you maybe have Bibles in the pew, you know, you needed to start giving a page number instead of just whatever. Anyhow, the other indicator was doing funeral. And we had passed out the words on paper because it was a non-tech place and didn't have screens and stuff. And we wanted to ensure that everybody had how great thou art, you know, in case your your brain just turns off or something. And there were maybe 5% of the people singing the song with gusto. The rest of the people just listened politely. These are these are indicators that there is a lack of connectivity with things of the church. You know, you even see that in um, weddings. People will, you know, <laughs> skip the ceremony and just go to the reception. And I guess, you know, well, there's food and beverages there, but whatever, they skip the crux of the matter because they don't want to have to walk into a church. I've even had believers who are new to a congregation sit out in the parking lot wringing their hands about going in because they just weren't sure what they were going to encounter. So we need to keep these kind of things in mind It when we think about our audience and we want to say something, we want to have a message to our audience that is meaningful, and here's the big thing, to them. What's in a name may indeed have had great meaning and connectivity to perhaps the message that Sunday, and but it was a message for the group that already attends there in some respects. It was not a message that would have great meaning for the audience that drives back and forth on the highway all the time. So we need to definitely keep that kind of thing in mind. Now, my favorite, or one of my favorite, this could be the top one, actually. And I did take a picture of this. I think I even might have posted it on social media somewhere, but um, I think I took it down because I decided I was being rude. (laughs) But, But it was funny. It was funny because because I have a very, very British dry sense of humor, I guess. And so apparently there was revival scheduled at this one church and I rode past and there was, then they had changed the sign to revival cancel. So, so of course you take a picture of the church and the sign that says revival canceled and you're thinking, is revival canceled forever? Is revival again? You're looking at, you know, who is that message for? And maybe they thought everybody drove past and wrote copious notes down about their revival that was coming. But again, it was a, a message to those who already attend there. So, I mean, this is the same rule that applies for, you know, those dastardly 
the Hesterly Church announcements. Don't make an announcement up front at church if it only goes to a small segment of the people in your church. That's kind of the rule of thumb. And people will say, you know, well, we didn't hear it announced at church, therefore it's not reality. Well, that's not what they say, but that's kind of (laughs) sort of what they mean with that. Or, yeah, it's only been in the bulletin for five weeks now, but whatever. So you're targeting, you know, with church announcements, anyway, you're targeting everybody that is going to receive the message. And the same thing applies with your church signage. So the revival canceled one, you know, I mean, I just thought, wow, is this like forever revival is canceled? There will be no more revivals anywhere. I mean, I just kind of ran with it with my dry sense of humor, but I you kind of get the gist here of what what I'm saying in terms of you really have to think about who's driving past on the road. And, and I thought, well, how sad. I mean, maybe maybe their speaker got ill. Maybe, maybe a lot of things. Maybe nobody wanted to show up. And even if my revival was canceled for whatever reason, I don't think I'd ever stick that on my sign, frankly. I don't know. I'd feel a sense of you know, revival shame or something, but I wouldn't put it out there. I mean, you're somewhat safer with your website, which is what used to be your church brochure is your website. Is that now? Although I would not put my website out there if my website was not top notch. And, you know, this is a a call then also to evaluate your website and its functionality. Uh, The main purpose is that it's your calling card. Again, now we're back to audience. You know, if you are out there for the sake of somebody who might be seeking a seeker and kind of trolling around looking at different churches, well, you know, you want your website to reflect that. And there's some really great ones out there, but it's a sad thing, a very sad thing. (laughs) And I've had to do this when you want some specific information out of a website and and you're better off going to Google, stating that church and the thing that you're trying to find and Google finds it faster for you. That is a sad thing. It's also a sad thing, and this is one for you pastors and or other church leaders who are in charge of this. You know, sometimes it's dicey business getting a website done or redone by someone who attends your church. And I know, I know, I know you get a better deal price-wise and maybe you get some other kinds of perks that just make it seem like a good deal. And trust me, I am all about the good deal thing. However, when you need to really press the people for revision, and maybe you're saying, I don't like how this website functions. That's a big thing. That's a redesign kind of thing. You know, sometimes it gets dicey dealing with your own people and you're better off having someone outside of your realm to be able to critique and say, hey, fix this. But again, we are talking about your audience and what is your message? What would be your message to somebody who is just checking things out at your church and is maybe thinking that might be a help and a possibility for them to look into what a church might have or do for them. 
we along those lines is along the lines of what is your message, whether it's a website, whether it is your church signage, you're looking at some really key things in our culture that the church can easily speak to. Anxiety is, you know, like rampant. It is at an all-time high. It has been for a while. So what does life in Christ have to say about that? Or what could the church offer? Peace, peace that passes understanding, anything like that that is going to really tug at the hearts of anyone, anywhere. I should go into the church sign sayings business or something, but I think that would be a great starting point with people. The Krabby Pastor Podcast is brought to you by Bryce Coaching, and I connect with ministry leaders and help them when they are stuck, help them when they need to know what their next steps are, and just a journey with them, which is a type of self-care, actually. But this podcast is also brought to you by Bryce Glass Art. You can find that on Facebook. So when I am doing this podcast, it is paid for and sponsored by the glass articles that I make and sell and the coaching that I do. And it is my privilege to call you to radical self-care so that you can go the distance with God. So I'm going to try to make your summer a little more interesting and ask you to submit to me interesting church signage. And, uh, you know, if you want to critique it or anything, potentially it could end up in self-care and sustainability for ministry leaders. That's our Facebook group. That's self-care and sustainability, the number four for ministry leaders, and maybe I'll use it there. So you're going to want to find it, find a picture. Uh, you don't even have to do a picture, but if you like a picture, that will be good. And email it to me at margie at margiebrice.com. And those are, that email's also in the show notes, so you don't have to figure it out. Um, you can go there and send it to me. And we will we will chat about that. And maybe I'll have little special segments on here, depending on the the kind of participation that I get. And maybe I'll put a call out there on on the Facebook group as well for this. And we'll have a little bit of fun and and really start thinking about our audience and what is our message to our audience. You know, what peace, hope, you can go through the fruit of the spirit, you can any and all of those things, but you have to say it in a way that's meaningful to your audience. It doesn't make a difference if you speak the most eloquent Spanish and your audience is French. There there will be a communication problem there. And that's one of my church sign things. You know, I'll ride past something and, you know, usually make an, a remark to my husband or something and say, oh yeah, that's meaningful to everybody. And that's usually because what's on the sign means nothing to the average person going past. Just saying. The other thing you might want to pull back from a little bit, and this is one of my other eye-rolling kind of 
church signs. And that's the, you know, the one that goes CH and then there's a couple of lines and then CH and it says what's missing in here. You are, get it, you know, it's almost like get in here, you morons. I, <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure it's not that, you know, I'm sure it's good hearted people meaning well and people hate having sign duty as, as a general rule. They don't like to be that one. But, you know, if at all possible, steer away from, you know, the campy and cheesy one. And, you know, Eisenhower way back in the day was the one that said all good Americans go to church. Well, clearly we are not in that realm today because I don't know of anybody that would say that. Maybe a, a few, but, you know, I, I mean, look at where the church is at the moment, and it's clearly a, a post-Christian culture. It's clearly, you know, we took our hits from COVID. We are rethinking, at least maybe retooling for how we can reach out and hopefully be a blessing to our community. So, you know, you want to keep that in mind as well. A free food giveaway is is a great sign, you know, date, time, and place, like you're having a birthday party, you know, date, time, and place are the things that you need to have on there. But how are you going to bless your community? That would be amazing fodder for a church sign as well. And and I'll just also casually mention Hopefully, if you have a church sign, hopefully like the landscaping and the yard work and the building and, you know, it's a nice presentation there, a nice presentation, all of it with your message, because it all kind of folds together. It all folds together. So this is uh, your free marketing communications message, I think, for ministries and how you can be more effective in this realm. And again, I will repeat, it, it, I would like to play this game over the summer of church signs. Let's see what we can find here. And, you know, if, if you take a, a photo of it, what I promise I will do is uh, edit off the church location if it's on the sign so that we can just look at the content. I mean, I don't really want to throw people under the bus exactly. Well, all right, I won't do that. I won't put so-and-so's church as a sign. But I will talk, we can talk about the content and what makes a good sign. Maybe you find an amazing sign and you want to send that in and just say, this is a really good one. So we want to have this game going, and I would love for you to be a part of that. That's Margie at MargieBryce.com. Take a picture. I will edit out the location. Or you could just message me, you know, via email. Just, you know, say, hey, here's what I found. And we'll play that game potentially. But this was your friendly reminder message of how you are going at and approaching your audience, you know, with kindness and love and compassion. And then what is your message? What is your message to them? What what would they find if they came in your doors? Not aspirational, okay? Well, we want to be this, but what you are, hopefully those are 
in tandem. I'm just going to put that out there, but hopefully those are kind of running your aspirational and your and your reality or closing in on each other, let's say that. So, so if you have any direct questions, though, <laughs> for me about your marketing communications work, you know, I'd be, I'm always happy to help with that as well. So I'll just toss that out there just as, just as, just because. Or you can send me your church sign and say, what do you think about this? And I will be, I promise you, I will be honest. Hey, thanks for listening. It is my deep desire and passion to champion issues of sustainability in ministry and for your life. So I'm here to help. I stepped back from pastoral ministry and I feel called to help ministry leaders uh, create and cultivate sustainability in their lives so that they can go the distance with God and whatever plans that God has for you. I would love to help. I would consider it an honor. And in all things, make sure you connect to these sustainability practices, you know, so that you don't become the crabby pastor. <laughs>